0: Happy New Year. Happy New Year, but not so happy. <laughs> we're back, Carmen's crew, podcast, Big Den, uh, action going on while we were gone. Hope everyone had a happy New Year and happy holidays, but uh, it's been a tough one for our Buckeyes. This is episode four. Myself, David Lighty, Aaron Kraft, Adam Jordy, we're getting into our Buckeyes, talking about how has been looking to start the new year for us? Uh, I, I'll just get into it saying December was great. I predicted that, 6-1. and one. We had one little slip-up uh-huh. with, with uh-huh. Penn State, one that we really should have had that uh-huh. Uh-huh. right now, looking back, I wish we really, really, really had. It really hurts. <laughs> but uh, starting off the Big Ten season, uh, I should say for this year in, in January, what, what have you guys seen so far starting with the home game? out at at home against Rutgers
1: yeah I mean to be honest you know I thought you know coming off the Penn State loss and um they bounced back well you know I, I don't think they played particularly well against Rutgers but um they found a way to to pull it together found a way to win and I thought that was going to be a good like launching launching moment for us kind of get us going in the right direction mm-hmm. uh and um I'm glad we didn't have a podcast after that one because, uh, I'd be sounding really silly <laughs> right. right about now. Um, uh, but you know, I think, I thought they started off well, you know, like we bounced back, thought we were going to go. And then, uh, apparently just on the road, we, uh, we're just not sure what to do.
0: Struggle. Struggle,
2: Yeah. They're just, they're in this point now where like that Rutgers game, they, they found a way to close that one out. They found a way to, to tough that yeah. one out, grit that one out, whatever adjective you want to use And now we're sitting here talking about another three-game losing streak where in each one of those games they had a lead in the second half, sometimes very late in the second half, and then they're just not making enough plays when they need to to close these games out. And I feel like there's a lot of different things we can point to. I'm really, really curious to hear what you guys think about what you're seeing in some of these moments because it's clear that to me that they have the toughness that you need to – to fight in the Big Ten, but they don't. It seems like they're missing a gear that they need to to then close it yeah. out. Because I sitting there in Chrysler Center today, they're down twelve in the second half, and you're thinking it's over. And they put uh-huh. together a sixteen zero. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, and they put together a 16-0 run on the road and just seize control of that game. And then then they come up short. Mm-hmm. At Indiana, it was sort of the same deal. They were down, I think, ten. They cut it to two in the last like two minutes, and they come up short. Mm-hmm. Mish or Wisconsin, they're up doubled or they're up in the second half. They get outscored nineteen to four down minutes. the stretch, and it just seems yeah. to me like this team has an element of toughness to it that enables it to be in position to win these games, but then they're just not winning them. And I don't know. I've looked at a couple of different stats, but like you guys know what it takes to win these games. And I don't know, what are you seeing? Like, why are they not able to close some of these games out?
0: (laughs) We know you got the stats. You always got the stats for us, for sure. But I think this one is a little bit beyond the stats, Uh, the the analytics of everything. I think it's kind of, what is it? You tell your child, you know, don't touch the stove. It's hot. Don't touch the stove. It's hot. And what do they do? They touch the stove. We kind of, had this cycle going early in December, even with, uh, what was it? UCLA game, the West Virginia game,
2: mm-hmm. we weren't
0: closing out strong. You know, it's games that we won, but we weren't finishing like we, we needed to, and, uh, you know, taking control and take command. We gave teams hope. And I think, uh, that kind of stuck with us as we got into, you know, 2024, even with the Rutgers game, like you said, it, it was the same type of thing. And now you start the big 10, you know, where the real punches start. You're on the road, you're in Indiana, and, you know, they, they kind of hit us in the mouth. And we couldn't respond the last two or three minutes of the game. But that's one that you you, you thought you would kind of learn from, I would not want to talk about last year, of course, but from, from last year with, with those type of things that was going on, you know, with the team. But, you know, this is the moment where it all, all went to shit. <laughs> it all went yeah. to hell last year. So for me, this is the mindset that, that those yeah. sophomores know. You know, we went through this last year. You know, we, we have to be mentally tough. It's not about X's and O's. It's not about what what coach is going to say to us. It's what you're going to do out there on that court and who's going to want it more because we know in the Big Ten no game is given.
1: Yeah. You know, I think just at least, I mean, I think the last couple of times we found a way to get close and then it almost people just look a little tighter than they do the rest of the game. It's almost like yeah you know, that they're overthinking a little bit or they're just, it's you know, maybe they are thinking about all the games in the past they're thinking about last year um, or whatever it may be. It just seems like everyone's kind of hoping that the next play is going to be made instead of just going on playing yeah. and making that play. And in in particular today, you know, we, we go on that big run. And then I think instead of like really trying to close it out, we kind of exhaled a little bit. We said, okay, we made it back. We got a two I think we're lead. good. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then instead of just kind of putting the, the final dagger and we just let it linger And then defensively, we just weren't tough enough down the stretch. (laughs) We just we gave up dribble drives, we gave up easy passes, wide open shots, open Um, shots. Yeah, those kind of things that you just you just can't do. You know, you have to in those moments. It's offensively, it is what it is, but defensively, you can come together and figure out like, hey, we need we need three more stops. Like we need to put the nail in the coffin here, and we just we just we don't have that. We're not doing that. And again, I don't. It's not an X's and O's. Thing with that, it's, I think it's coming together, and like like Dave said, finding a way to be mentally tough to take the next step. Um, because if this continues, uh, it's hard not to think about everything that happened in the past, and yeah, yeah, I completely put that and away. That, you like, know that like, weight; it's
0: get, it, it getting heavier and it, heavier.
1: It's it's there, but you know, I if we look, if you look at our schedule kind of moving forward, I know we have some some road games, which I don't remember the last time we run on the road, but scary. But they're, they're winnable games. you know. I think they're, they're games that we can be in it and we can figure some things out, but we, we're going to need to take that next step for sure. Would,
2: what do you guys think about this? Because I asked Felix Akpara after the game, like, what is the difference in those final moments? Like, what is it that you guys don't have to close a game out? And I asked him just about that toughness. Like, Do you need an extra level that guys maybe don't have? And I, the quote that he gave was he said, I would say we just need to reach that next level playing tougher. He said, we're tired when our body's hurting in the last two, three minutes of the game. We've got to take the next step. We do it in practice every day. We've got to keep going going hard when we're tired. So Holtman kind of pushed back on that a little bit, like the notion that like guys are, are too worn out at the end of games. But I, I am wondering a little bit if, I, I wrote about this going into the Michigan game, like if the fact this team doesn't really have much of a bench that it's relied on, and they, got, they yeah. got some production in this game. Like, Devin Royal had seven points at the half. Dale Bonner
0: yeah, great Dale game. Bonner
2: scored yeah. um, and yeah. was effective. in that. Like, when they had that run the second half, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. big in, in that run. I felt like they got some contributions from some guys. But I, I do wonder a little bit if all the talk we've had about Bruce and Roddy and, and Jamison, if they've been too reliant on those three and they're, they're kind of behind in developing some other guys.
0: Oh, I would say for sure. I mean, we, we know who's going to be asked to do the most. We know, we know who's going to be asked to carry, you know, uh, the bulk of, of scoring for the team. And, you know, it's coming from those three guys. Today they, they struggled shooting a little bit. But I think it, it kind of touches back to what Kraft was saying. Uh, we can't let uh, the what, what's happening on offense predict our defense. And I think that's where we're kind of slowing down. You know, the guy's not making shots. So we see – uh, guys missing free throws down the stretch that they normally, you know, don't do. And I think that kind of lingers in their head, lingers in their mind, like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, another miss, another miss. But it, it has to be the opposite. It has to be, okay, we're going to get a stop in. You know, we have to take right. pride in that one. And I think that's where we're kind of uh, going to the left a little bit in, in terms of the offense, but missing shots as well. We're not shooting good from yes. the three. <laughs>
2: that was the next thing I wanted to, I, that, I, I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah,
0: that, that, that for sure, you know, clogs the paint up. Now you can't get your mid-rage game on. You can't throw it down to Zed, uh, you know, when he's in the game. Uh, so uh, I think those things right now are, are kind of weighing on us. But, I mean, it's up to the guys to, you know, find a way. Like we said, there's never an excuse. You've you got to find a way for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and we're uh, – the – people being tired and fatigued at the end of a game is, I think is bogus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, like, we played, we played it. with six or seven people. So, Dave, you um, 37 minutes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 37 at, minutes a game that, that it's, and I, I know they worked hard in the off season. I know they're in shape. So, um, from a, a physical standpoint, I think they have what it takes. It's, it's a mental, a mental thing right now. Um, so, and I, you know, I think another thing that is worth considering if you look at the team uh there's no one on it that's won at a high level in the big 10 like not one not one of those guys has had sustained success in a big 10 season um so uh, for whatever that's worth i think experience can be blown out of proportion but i think it helps you know if you've won a few games it it calms you down the stretch and you think you know like i've won this game i've i've been in a worse arena i've been in a worse situation and we found a way to win. So I think that that plays into it too. I've,
2: I've had the stat ready to go. The Jamison battle needs one more win to tie his most wins ever in a season. And Holy. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Are you just a season in, or just being in, in a, season. a season? Yeah. the mo- He had 13 wins one season with Minnesota, That's but true. otherwise he yeah, he played on crazy. two really tough George, uh, George Washington teams. And then you get know, 12 in his first season of Minnesota and, 13 last year. So I I do wonder about that. And, um, you know, I mean, honestly, the guy that's probably had the most Evan Mahaffey, you know, playing on that Penn state team last year. you you think about, I mean, that was a really good team and he didn't have a big role, but they went to the tournament, won a game. Um, Yeah. But I want to get back to something you said, Dave, about, about the shooting, because um, I think this is still a decent shooting team. Maybe they're, I think we're seeing maybe they're not as good as numbers that yeah. indicated for the first, you know, 10, 12 games or whatever. But this in this losing streak, Ohio State's 16 of 70 from three. So that's 22.9%. Uh, Jameson Battle has made mm. 10 of those 16 threes. Um, yeah, wow. he, he's been and only Bru- one. Bruce is three for 19. Roddy hasn't made a three in this losing streak. He's 0 for 12. Um. And, and I, was, I was thinking about this on that long, dark drive back from Ann Arbor tonight. <laughs> yeah, you, you,
1: went through, you went through Finley,
2: Ohio, though. Flag City, baby. Went through Finley and went through Northwood, so I hit both our hometowns. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it got me thinking, like, if it's as simple as – like, I don't think this team's a 20% three-point shooting team. but And, and no, they're probably not no, a 45 for sure. or whatever they were shooting before the, this slide. But this team's at least like a 30 – 33 percent three-point shooting team and I feel like they've gotten good looks a lot of times in these losses and maybe you say all right well you've missed your first five shoot don't shoot the sixth one but is it the difference between this team on a three-game losing streak and this team maybe having won two of those three is that they shoot 30 percent from three instead of 20 like is it is it really that are they that close do you think
0: I I would say so for sure. I mean, when we're scoring the three-game losing streak, we score 65, 60, and 65. I know the Big Ten is slow, but it's not that slow, (laughs) especially now. You know, we were at home uh, playing pretty solid versus Wisconsin, and then we just got cold for some reason, you know, at the end. And today um, with Michigan, I think we were like 2 4 uh, fourteen or something like that. Two for twelve at, at one point from from the three They're point three line. Three at twenty five so, for the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, 12. Three at twenty five for 12%. the game. Twelve like, percent on the road or at home, you're going to struggle with that one, no matter what. But we look at the other side; we're actually giving up threes as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Especially Michigan closing out the game today, so we have to combat that somewhere and find the balance of you know at least locking up the three point line if we're not making shots.
1: Yeah, you know, and if you're missing threes, those are longer rebounds. Those are a lot. Those are more possessions in transition for the other team, and that makes it harder on the defense too. So, you know, if you make a couple more, the game's a little slower. You can set up in the half court. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that definitely matters. And I, I, I'm definitely not the guy to be talking to about missing shots and continuing to shoot and those things. But, um, <laughs> honesty.
0: When he's, when he's um <laughs> be honesty, we need we need Sully. They just need
1: Yeah, yeah, but like. At the end of the day, you know, I think for the most part we're getting good shots. I think there are times where we, we take bad ones if there's like, you know, one pass or two passes yeah. and we kind of force one up. And I think what makes some of those shots worse is they're in they're just in bad situations. It almost seems like if we get down seven or eight, we, we think we can hit Hero a shot. Ball, yeah. yeah, it's like a, you know, it's this a 5 to hurt. It's going to help us, um, yeah. Instead of kind of working the offense, let's move the ball side to side. I, I think – those shots look just like worse because they're coming at those situations. Um, but at, at the end of the day, we, we need those, those three guys. We need Bruce and, and Roddy, obviously to, to find a little bit more confidence and make some shots and and obviously uh, Jameson, but um, some guys off the bench uh, is always going to help. Got, Dale's a, a good enough shooter to contribute and, and make shots for us. But I think when he's playing uh, most of the time, he's, he's kind of in that uh, distributor role. He's like kind of trying, trying yeah. to create for everyone else. So that kind of, gets him off his spot a little bit.
2: Dave, you said they need, they need Sully in there. Um,
1: Every team yeah, needs Sully.
2: Not, not wrong.
0: <laughs> that, that helps. It I, helps. I, I've,
2: I've thought that a couple of times this season that they don't, they're not featuring the big men in any appreciable way on this team. Um, they're yeah, not, they're not posting Zed. they're not. I thought Felix is, he's maybe taken a little step these last couple of games and he's, He's called for the ball a few times. He's been balling.
0: He's been a yeah. beast on a rebound. Yeah, he's certainly... I've, I've been liking
2: what Felix is he's doing. He's certainly been doing that stuff. Um, But I feel like, you know, maybe in some of these moments where things are going sideways for them, I wonder about why they don't just get the ball to Zed on the block and, and let him do something. It, it seems like he's, like, he's still playing, but they're not... I, I don't know where what they want him doing right now other than, I guess, theoretically rebounding. Like, he had one point today and he had four points the last time out. Like he's, it doesn't seem like they're asking him to contribute. Like I, I, I feel like, am I wrong in thinking that like, if they fed the post just a, I don't know, three times a game that that would maybe help when, when these shots aren't falling.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's, you don't want to say the old school basketball, but that's, old school basketball, I mean, it's it's besides the analytics, like they always say, you know, feeding the post gives you so much more. It gives you so many different looks. It gives you the defense so much more pressure. Everyone has to collapse. Everyone, you know, is rotating, turning their heads. Now maybe you can get back cuts or, you know, set some screens uh, to get screen away, you know, off the, off the screen threes, staggers, things like this. But you know, if you're not giving that look at all, it's making it easier for the defense to set up against us. For sure. So uh, I mean, we we can't say you know what it is or how they can just say uh, okay we're we're gonna give them the ball more or you know if that's the strategy we know it's been the you know the three headed uh, snake right now. But I mean we, we need more and more options. We need guys yeah. off the bench to score. I think we need that that juice that that swagger. I don't think mm. we have that right now. That we had a bounce and a pep in our step. You know, maybe a month ago when, when we looked at the games and, you know, watched the ball move from side to side, you know, everyone being involved. And now it's, it's getting a little static, like you said, when uh, at, at uh-huh. crucial times when we don't need that.
1: I think another challenge for Zed, too, is, you know, I think they've been playing Zed and Felix together more, and I'm not sure how confident they are the spacing wise with two bigs like with that. both of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zed has spaced it some and has obviously shown that he can shoot if he's open, but, um, like our spacing doesn't look great a lot of the time. And I think part of it is you have two bigs that are, have only played the five and obviously Felix hasn't played basketball super long in and of itself in general. So when you got two bigs that are, you'd normally occupy, try and occupy the same space. They're trying to figure out how to move and get people in the right spot. Um, I think that, that clogs everything up too, which makes it hard on guards. So if we can figure out a way, you know, just to simple it, make it more simple and throw it into Zed and just have Felix on the backside, he can set screens or he could just be on the baseline to to go if there's a double, he can get go get offensive rebounds, something like that. But in the flow if it's just like kind of a flow, we're not calling a play with those two in, it looks it looks a little funny because I don't I just don't think they've they've had enough experience doing that. Ah, for sure, for sure. But, I mean, you know, we're gonna we,
0: see. We're gonna see. We we have a we gotta, another
1: noon game coming up. So
0: yeah, we got a rematch coming up. Finish out this week. They got the game uh, against Penn State, which uh, I think, like I said before, we let one go. So we definitely, if we want to be an NCAA tournament team and finish in the top half of the Big Ten, this is where we need to start. I think. Those two games on the road scare me. <laughs> yeah, you know Nebraska. We know what they can do in Northwestern at at home and with the you know senior letting guard. Uh, I, I'm nervous. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> much right now. If we don't win and, this and pitch then Illinois game, at home. and we go on a road, then at home. yeah, then we come back with Illinois to, to to close the the month of January out. So I say these next four games, we, we at least got to go two two out of two. Yeah, uh, to give ourselves a chance to to, to really get into the tournament and, and be in the top half of the Big Ten.
1: That's hands, Dave. We got to win two out of three, not two of two.
0: Two out of four. That's what I meant. Okay. Two out of four. Okay. There's four go. games left. See, not even three. You almost got me, but it happened. That's fair. No, I I agree. You know, <laughs> two I think, and two. We got to go two and two. That's what I meant.
1: If anything, this is a game where we should feel confident going into. I, even though we've lost three in a row and Penn State, we've lost two, but man we were in control of that game the entire time up the 16. you know like we were we were cruising 18. and it, it took them making some really tough shots down the stretch and us kind of going cold again but as, as hard as it may be I'm, I'm just hoping this is a game where we can have some confidence and, and get something rolling and then like you said figure out some toughness on the road because I don't I don't remember the last time we, we did that uh, we won on the road it, Adam it was New Year's
2: Day last year. At Northwestern.
1: So it's been over yeah. a year. It's
2: been wow. a year and 14 days. Wow.
0: New Year's Day. <laughs> at yeah. And, I remember and they that dominated Northwestern. I, yeah. We, thought, we like, okay, this is it. We're, we're going that was right the peak. Yep. And then, dun, dun, dun. And then Purdue. <laughs> and then they
2: came home and Zed's shoulder yeah. popped out and they lost to Purdue. And it was just all downhill from there. I think they, they need to find a way to win. Um, I feel like yeah. um, the vibes are not good right now. I mean, I, I think they're pretty good internally. Like, I don't I don't get the sense from, like, talking to players and talking to Holtman and talking to people around the program that, like, this team thinks it's over. Um, and that they – I think they all recognize yeah. that there's – as crazy as it sounds, like, there's still 14 Big Ten games left. You know, like, there yeah. is still plenty of time, and there are lots of teams that lose three games in the middle of a season. Um it's about how you're playing later, but like you can't, one, you can't bury yourself early like they did last year. And the way they went through the struggles last year, it feels like they don't, they don't have the benefit of the doubt right now. Like they, they need to yeah. start showing that they've learned from some of those lessons from last year. And I think you've had some opportunities to do that. Like Indiana was a very winnable game. That's a beatable Indiana team. And you're I know you're playing them there on a Saturday night, but like, that felt like a game that, like, a, a, a top whatever Big Ten team finds a way to win that game. And they, they come up short. And, I mean, this Michigan team had lost five straight. Dude, and They're bad. And, I'm
0: sorry. This team's well, bad, and, and we lost, like, so this one hurt.
2: Like, you, you look at, at not only that, but, like, the circumstances in which they've lost them. I mean, Jawan just letting Phil Martelli coach a game because it was at the Palestra, and his son was on the coaching staff for Penn State. So, like, Juwan's just like, okay, I won't be the head coach. You can be the head coach today. Like, that doesn't happen. That's weird. Yeah. And then Doug McDaniel is suspended for road games, but not home games. Like, I've never heard of a suspension like that. Like, <laughs> like Michigan's going through all these things, and then they come home, time. and they find and they get right by beating Ohio State. And it's like, Ohio State just needs to find a way to beat somebody and, and start earning back yeah. some of that benefit of the doubt because – can tell you from my Twitter mentions, they don't they don't have any of it right now.
1: No, the, the respect yeah, is lost sure. very, very quickly for sure.
0: I mean, it has to be earned too, though. So I mean, that, that's normal. That's how life goes. I mean, for me, I, I try to stay positive. It's it's opportunity. I mean, it's in their hands. The ball is in their court, as they always say. Uh, opportunity for guys off the bench for somebody to step up. And uh, make things happen. Uh, Opportunity for Zed to see if he talks to the guys and say, you know, you know, throw the ball down low a little bit more, and let's you know see what happens, or let's keep moving the ball around and see if we can get guys some easy looks, or let's lock in, see if we can get four or five stops in a row. You know, those little games within the game is we're gonna have to push ourselves and and try to stay mentally sharp uh, to, like we just say, find a way to win. Uh, if not, some changes are going to have to happen because <laughs> we can't do this again. <laughs> We're going to see. <laughs> this next week is going to be crucial, though. These next two weeks, I should say, are definitely going to be crucial. But what you your guys' thoughts on finishing out this week for us and our prediction for our Buckeyes as they keep going?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the best parts about not playing overseas and playing once a week is you get to play twice and you get, back, get right back up there and, and figure out a way to – Bounce back. So getting yeah. to, get to compete and, and go after it. Uh, and like, I, I think this is a must win game for us. I think if yeah. we don't lose, or if we don't win this game, it, I think it could snowball very quickly. Um, unless we dig some toughness out of somewhere and find a way to win in two tough locations after this. Um, so this is a game where whatever it takes, we just have to do it. You know, I don't care if it's uh, offensive fest of everyone knocking down shots or if it's a defensive grind it out we just got to yeah. figure out what we want to what we got to figure out what we want to be about like what is this team going to stand for and and um are we going to impose our will in some way and we just got we just got to find a way to do it otherwise we're going to be back here in a week or two and we're going to continue to lick our wounds and i don't want to do that anymore
0: <laughs> no i don't got we don't got time for that one we don't got time for that one at all for what, sure. what
2: what needs to happen in practice this week. Like, does this team need somebody to start a fight? Like, do you, like, what what needs to take place between? A
0: little bit, just.
2: Yeah, I don't know. You guys have been through this stuff?
0: Just, just the sense of urgency. Just the, those antennas got to be going off right now. The, the Spidey sensors have to be tingling for sure. The, I think that's the the main thing that, you know, uh, It's in our hands. Try not to worry too much, but don't be naive to the situation yeah. for sure. Yeah,
1: definitely can't just you, you act can't, like everything
0: You can't goes. play the fool. Yeah, like, yeah, because we don't like, want I, it to, to snowball effect like you just said.
1: You definitely don't. Uh, you know, I think the worst thing you can do is go in and coast and act like things are – it's okay. We got everything under control. You know, I remember um, freshman year at Purdue, we were kind of losing losing the game, and my mentality was always like, Every game before this, we kind of figured it out, and we just kind of rode with it. But Dave came in the huddle and was like, "Hey, we we gotta step this up right now because if if not, it's gonna it's gonna get out of hand." And that was the first time I realized like sometimes it's not always it's not good to just say, you know what, it, we'll figure it it's out. Okay. Like there are times where you need to really like kind of hone in and, and lock it and be like, "Hey, we need to we need to take a step forward together in this moment. Otherwise, it's not going to be good." So I think that's kind of where we are. Um, We need to have that heightened sense of urgency for sure.
0: It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't know what they murder us, but we're going to give off those good vibes to our Buckeyes. And we appreciate you guys coming back with us for episode four. Tune in next week. We're going to see how our Buckeyes do. And uh, we're going to come back, and we're probably going to be in the top half of the Big Ten. Some miraculous 4-0 streak is going to start with this Penn State game. Penn State game, and then we won't be worried about this anymore. So we appreciate you guys. Keep tuning in. Send us questions, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, all these social media outlets. Appreciate you guys, and happy New Year's again.